Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, pal. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself, which means uh, he's got to beat the game uh, in the middle of the ring. uh, And he has a $2 for a wife. uh. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the game, JR. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! Oh, wow. Well, you can take that brass ring and shove it up your ass. Welcome, everyone. Three Count Thursday. We are live here on Facebook, on Twitter, and on our YouTube channel. We are glad to be with you. If you're following along with us on the live video, give it a like, give it a share. We'd appreciate that. And uh, we are still the podcast of the millennium. i flip my sheet over here. It is November 12th. we got tons to talk about this week, including Tony's Con. A legend's goodbye and his mania changing. But first, make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. Follow all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. So, what, a, what a maneuver. Thank what you, guys. Yeah, no, t- no Tim with us, with us this week. Uh, our Patreon at patreon.com slash threecountthursday. Our home network, of course, is NGSE Sports. At NGSCSports.com, we stream daily at Leap Sports. Ryan, that would be? Ryan, you're, Ryan, you're muted, guy. Why the fuck would you mute me again? I, I unmuted myself. I what did. Well, well, that's what you get for unmuting yourself. Because <laughs> I tried shit. to. com. <laughs> I tried to do the right thing and unmute you, but you had already done that. And, uh, so I that, don't like to be muted. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not mean to mute you. I did not do it on purpose. I promised you that. You do it every week. You did. Well, I mean, I only do it when you deserve it every week. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go around the room. Matt. How you doing? Doing well. Happy to be here. Um, elections apparently still not over. Who knows anymore? Uh, we were talking about it last week. It's ongoing, but hey, here we are. Um, good wrestling this week. I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, I'm ready for the weekend. Very good. Uh, intern Mark, 
How you doing? Hi, boys. I'm doing real good. I mean, real good. Real good. You know what tomorrow is? Friday? Green Dragon Day. It's Friday 13th. I think Mark's on a little bit of a delay. Green Dragon Day. A little and it's the opening day for Hershey Park Christmas Christmas Candy Lane. It is the opening day of Hershey Park Christmas Candy Lane. That is very exciting. Very exciting for you, Mark. Um, Scotty likes my shirt. Yeah, uh, he says we're still better than Bruce Pritchard. I, I'm not. I'm not totally sold on that, but I appreciate the compliment. What's going on, Devin? If you're following along, uh, give us a like and a share. We'd appreciate that. Ryan, how you doing? Um, I'm just great. Good. Couldn't be better. Good. I have um, been watching the the sweepstakes, if you will, to see who will replace Alex Trebek uh, on Jeopardy. Mm. You can follow along. You can place bets um, at uh, betonline.ag. The best odds right now, obviously, are Ken Jennings. Some of the odds get uh, increasingly crazy. Uh, LeVar Burton's on there, Laura Coates. Uh, some long shots include Anderson Cooper and uh, Buzzy Cohen. I don't know if you remember that name. Buzzy from, Cohen? From playing Jeopardy. Buzzy, Buzzy Cohen. Yeah, you'd think he was uh, one of the presidential guys, but it's not. <laughs> um, Neil deGrasse Tyson shows up on the list. Pat Sajak, uh, Tom Bergeron would show up on the list. Not a fan. God, no. Um, and Donald Trump has the highest odds at... 100,000 to one, but hey, he's looking for a job, right? Well, hopefully. Um, I think now I, I was a little nervous because I know like the everybody's theory is that it should be Ken Jennings. Um, uh, Monday night, I think it was, there was a category where he um, had, it was like, you know, or they go to like video guests sometimes that will read the clue. Uh, and he read the clue for this one category. I thought he actually did a really good job. So, cause like, that's my, that was my only real concern, like behind Ken Jennings is like, is he really a good fit? Um, like enter entertainment wise, like character wise. Um, cause it's not just reading. Um, but, uh, I think he could be okay, but we'll, we'll, uh, I feel like if you want entertainment wise, you need to go with Donald Trump. What is a peaceful power of transfer? It's going to be great. You got to go with Donald Trump. <laughs> What is uh, Joe Rogan? I think Joe Rogan. Rogan's on the list. That's a fun one. Christ. Dan Patrick made the list. Jim, you're a Dan Patrick fan. Uh, well, he did Sports Jeopardy. He did Sports Jeopardy. Okay. I don't. I mean, he was. He was, and I, I think he did a really good job. I don't know that he would be a great Jeopardy host, though. And uh, lastly, Will Ferrell with uh, <laughs> Will Ferrell made the list. I would. Uh, I would take that a, a hundred a hundred to one odds for Will Ferrell. I would uh, I would prefer that over over uh, Trump. That's for sure. Scotty says, "How about Joe Buck hosting?" I think Joe Buck's a little busy. He might be a little busy to uh, to jump into the Jeopardy ring. I would um, never watch Jeopardy again. I say I'm sure there's sports ever. fans that actually would probably like that because it would probably keep him away from the uh, from the sports booth. But. Um, but otherwise, I, I I don't think that is uh, going to be the case. Let's uh, let's get into it though, guys, and go to our weekly segment. On this day. 
Uh, only one birthday today uh, on November the 12th. The Disco Inferno uh, was born in 1968. And uh, we got a few events, a few things that have happened. We're going to go all the way back to 1965. On this day. Maurice Mad Dog Vachon defeats the Crusher in Denver, Colorado to win the AWA World Heavyweight title for the fourth time. On this day. In 1966, Dick the Bruiser defeats Mad Dog Vachon for the AWA World Heavyweight title in Omaha, Nebraska. Exactly, yes, one year after Vachon won it from Bruiser's tag team partner, The Crusher. On this day. 2001, Matt and Jeff Hardy defeat Booker T and Test for the WWF World Tag Team title in Boston, Massachusetts to start their fifth WWF Tag Team title reign. It would be over five years before the Hardys would win a tag uh, title together again. And on the same show, Edge defeated Kurt Angle for the WCW United States title. Edge would be the last U.S. champion until WWE revived the title in 2003. On this day. In 2006, during the first set of Wrestling Society X tapings in Los Angeles, California, Vampiro defeats Sean Waltman to become the first Wrestling Society X champion. I know, Ryan, you were... Uh, you were a Wrestling Society X guy. I, to, honest to God, I really don't remember Wrestling Society X at all. I'll say that you got to have a VHS. Or Love something. it, absolutely. There it is. Look at that the 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 foil print and everything. Beauty, beauty. The foil print. What a beaut. Beautiful. And then uh, in 2008, WWE stock dropped to 12.43 a share. At closing, the lowest stock had dipped in a year's time. The stock had dropped uh, since the company's third quarter earnings release showed a 37% slide in net income, and in recent days, it had dropped dangerously close to matching the previous low of $12.50 per share. Uh, Just for reference, today, and I I looked at it around 2 o'clock, it was around $40 per share. Uh, The highest point in in the last year, it was at 66 dollars and 40 cents uh per share so uh you know 12 years later doing a little better uh than it was back in uh, 2008 but those are the things that occurred on this day. november the 12th in uh in pro wrestling history um so let's uh let, let's jump in here and again uh, if you're following along interact with us we do it we appreciate it and uh give the video a like and a share get as many people uh, in here as possible, no matter where uh, you are watching. Uh, we have a hello from Nevada. Hello from Nevada. Oh, is this uh, Scotty says this wasn't was this wasn't on my uh, my research site, but this uh, two years ago in uh, 2018 was when Nia Jax broke Becky Lynch's nose, and we got the uh, the classic images, the classic gifs, and it, and of course changed. Uh, the landscape of uh, Survivor Series and all of that uh, moving forward. So let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit about last night, uh, the uh, the Wednesday Night Wars, more uh, specifically uh, about AEW. And I am going. I I, I will preface this because I know Matt. I saw your eyes roll when I uh, gave the taglines at the top of the show. Um, overall, I actually really enjoyed. This AEW Dynamite. Um, there was actually very little that I, that I found critique worthy. Um, but the big elephant in the room was because of Tony Khan's tweet yesterday. And if you didn't see the tweet yesterday, 
Uh, it said, tonight we have a great lineup for AEW Dynamite Live on TNT. Uh, for the rest of 2020, we will keep delivering great matches on Wednesday night, plus there are massive surprises ahead. Please join us on TNT tonight. The balance of power in wrestling will shift tonight. That's what he said yesterday. The balance of power in wrestling uh, will shift tonight. Uh, so looking at, at the, 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 the scope of the show, there was two things that I would say are, are, are most noteworthy. One is that um, Shaq is announced that I guess he is going, I guess he and Cody are going to be in a feud it may, is, is kind of the feeling I got. And then at the close of the show, uh, Pac returned. Those are the two the, the, the two biggest like surprise things. Um exciting, fine. I'm 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 it's actually great that, that Pac is back um from the uh, you know he was the, the travel restrictions and everything due to the pandemic. It, it was either of those things or or maybe maybe there was something else on this show that that shifted the power in, in pro wrestling. Is there something I is there something I missed? I didn't see it coming. Last night's last night's show would have been better if X Pac made his return. <laughs> that is a bigger shift in power than Pac returning. You know, and like I'm not I, I'm not I'm not shitting on Pac. Like he is a he is a he is a great wrestler. I think he fits probably fits better into AEW than he did in WWE, but I, I just, you know, I, I, I just don't. And Scotty brings up a good point. He did a video last week, so it's not even. This wasn't even the first time we heard from him. Like you, you figure if the guy's going to drop a promo, that it's not going to be too far out that he's probably making a return. You're not going to bring him back into the forefront of of, uh, you know, your your Wednesday night program. Uh, if 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 he's not far from returning like it just would seem a little a little silly to me but um i i, I it just so what you're saying jim is a wrestling company using a tagline that they didn't live up to and the the payoff being a wrestler who's already in the company returning to the company is not Shocking. Um, I would agree. I would agree with that. <laughs> That's fair. That's I, uh, fair. I don't know what you, I, I don't. I don't know what you're getting at, Matt. Are you, is there a? I'm saying, I, I didn't think it was worthy of the tagline yesterday either. Okay, it was well, very good. underwhelming. Okay. <laughs> um, underwhelming. I will. Uh... However, that's on brand for me. Well, that's true. So why, what I'm curious here is why the Reigns one hit more for you than Pac returning. Um, I I think just because I mean the the, the tagline on the pay per view didn't see it coming. It wasn't. Uh, or you'll never see. You'll it never see it coming. It, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a situation where they said, you know the. the not the, the WWE, WWE is going to shift power, but the shift, the balance of power implies, you know, that there's going to be something major. Big. Sure. Happening. So, 
similar to like you'll never see this coming implies that it's going to be a totally shocking moment yeah yeah um what why would you even try to justify any of they just didn't need said right neither neither time needed the tagline i'm just fine with don't that. say it and don't put the tagline on the poster and be done times i was very underwhelmed i mean the the ryback rumor scotty uh i think alluded to that as well that's kind of what we had discussed that would have been underwhelming as well to me um, very yeah, much so you really set yourself up for failure when you do stuff like this and since aew had wwe doing this just a few short weeks ago like they should have seen like if we're gonna do something like this we really need to shift the balance of power so having a person on your roster just return from injury is not ideal yeah i mean for for me i i think the the reigns thing hit a little bit differently because you know the the reason given that he was gone was because of the pandemic and the fact that he is you know, somewhat compromised health and things like that. And obviously pandemic not over. Like, right. was it the most shocking thing in the entire world? No, but like, I, I also didn't really expect it to happen. Like, I know that there were some rumblings. People thought, um, you know, maybe Reigns is going to come back since the Thunderdome, but I didn't, I didn't 100% expect it. Whereas, and, and they didn't, they didn't give us like a Reigns promo the week before, like a, Hey, how you doing, buddy? Sort of a thing on, on SmackDown. That's totally fair too. Yeah. So, so (laughs) to me, it was, it was a little bit more surprising. Um, it wasn't the most monumental surprise by any stretch of the word, but it was. Did, Did the promo, the promo didn't ruin yesterday though. The promo was basically like, don't forget I'm here. Right. It wasn't, I'm going to be here next week. No. So but, don't, don't, I mean, people acting like the promo ruined it. It didn't. No, I'm not necessarily saying that it ruined it. I'm but, not saying you either. I'm just saying fair, people are saying like Fair, that. but, but, but if you're, if, if you want a week later, a shift of power, a, a major moment when Pac comes out, it is probably going to be a more major moment. If he, if we weren't just reminded that he was still a thing a week ago, like if he comes out this week and we like we hadn't kind of just seen him a week ago on a promo, you'd have been like, "Holy shit!" I, I almost kind of forgot this guy was was no, with have. AEW. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't have though. Well, I, mean, I feel like the company set themselves up for this regardless. Like we're always going to hear rumors of what's going to happen. Like things get leaked. I don't know, like, I wasn't expecting Moxley to come out for AEW when he did. Right. So, like, something like that. So, that, that leads into my question. Like, who who could have come out where you would have legitimately been like, wow, that really does shift the balance of power? Like, are there names that are feasible enough that could have debuted last night? I honestly... Matt, I don't, I don't think there's names that are active wrestlers that would have shifted the balance of power. It would have had to have been, and I saw people talking about it, a partnership with like a New Japan. And even in America, I don't know how big a New Japan partnership really is for AEW unless you're a New Japan fan. I don't think you're casual. Right. I mean, didn't Ring of, Ho- Ring of Honor was partnered him? with New Japan? Ring of Honor did, yes. And yes, they had a h- entire pay-per-views. And they're still about, a distant three slash four. Yeah, like... You know, I, correct, I, and and they're number four right now. 
Um, I mean, Scotty says CM Punk, po- possibly. CM Punk, Brock sure. Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, maybe. I know, like when when WWE and him were in contract negotiations, I don't think he ever officially re-signed with WWE. I think if Brock Lesnar comes out last night, that's that's going to be an oh shit moment. With the exception of Brock or Punk, anybody not on WWE's active roster, I don't think, I don't think is a shift of power moment. I mean, obviously, if like, I don't think legends outside, I don't, I don't think legend. I saw somebody made a a Sting is all elite like banner thing. Hogan doesn't do it. I mean, there's we're going to bring an old guy in. Sting going to AEW TNA. right now is like Hogan in, in when he went back to TNA. And it, this it, it, like it's not I'm not trying to disrespect Sting when I say that, but it's like is he what's he gonna wrestle? One match, maybe two? What's he what's he really what's he really gonna do? Like like to me that's not that's not a uh, a move the needle uh you know moment. Like I mean obviously if, if a AJ Styles or Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns like just bails on the WWE and shows up that you know that's a that's a oh kind of oh shit kind of moment um I mean Scotty's right on this one though he said Tony's job is to get us to watch sell us on the product he's not responsible for expectations made by fans he's a promoter so I mean that's a great point like I don't necessarily fault him for promoting however like if you do this enough time, and I'm not saying this is going to be an ongoing issue with them, or, or like you're, you're gonna you're gonna have these kind of want want moments um, regularly, but you know, ask Disky, Dixie Carter about you know setting up a major situation, and then it doesn't really. Hold. Everybody knows Dixie Carter. <laughs> Everybody knows Dixie Carter. You know, it, it just. And again, no disrespect to, to to Pac or or to Shaq, I guess at 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 that. Um, but but I don't think either of them in in you know in in the year twenty twenty uh, is 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 moving the needle, shifting the power. Like this Pac, is it a big deal in, in AEW? Sure, I think I think Pac is a a relatively big deal returning to action in in AEW because I mean he what he. Had matches with Omega and stuff, so he's he's kind of right there in in, in with all the, the the big names in AEW. So in that aspect, I guess it's a big deal. I, I will say this because I don't I don't want to. I'm not just shitting on on AEW. Last night was the most I have ever cared about Brandy Rhodes. Like this, dude. <laughs> Like, I mean, I love that. The, the 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 earlier part of the segment with with her and, and, and Cody 
um, was missing big time. That that dr- got my attention uh, right back into it. Scotty said he didn't like that segment at all. The 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 interaction with and I and I, I forget her name, but with 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 her and Cody um, was was awkward. You could tell. I think she was she was a, a bit nervous. I would say. Um, but then when, like when Brandy hit, uh, you know, it was, uh, it, it definitely went back in the right direction. Uh, you know, that was, uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I did love the way that segment came around Jade, by the way. Yeah. We were, we were, we were talking about that on the pre-show. Um, you had said that you signed on to AEW heels because <laughs> of that, right? You signed right up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right away. Um, right, right away. Got right on that. <laughs> Um, but like, I, in, in a weird way, like I, I, I was thinking about it from, from like two sides though. Cause like on one side looks, makes Brandy look awesome, but like on, on, on like an, on another side, does it like demasculate Cody a bit? Like Brandy's got to come out and, and fight his battles. Uh, I could, I mean, I could be looking way too much into that as well. James, it's 2020. You gotta, you gotta look past that. We're breaking gender roles here in AEW. That's true. Scotty says he feels like he was watching Jerry Springer. Well, Jerry Lynn came out, so we did get, we did get Jerry. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I you know, other otherwise, like I, I, I enjoyed uh, the rest of the show. the The bunkhouse match um, was uh, a lot of fun. Very bloody. Um, I saw somebody comment on this, and I, I I tended to agree a little bit. Now, in terms of last night's match, uh, you draw back to the NWA days. Like that's a match where you expect blood, you expect color. But does AEW go to the the blood well too much, to where it isn't as quote unquote impactful anymore? No. No, I don't think so. I think it's an athletic competition. Skin is only so thick. Um, I think it's, on the flip side, unrealistic sometimes in the WWE to have some matches not have color. Um, I think a bunkhouse match should absolutely have color. Um, Any sort of foreign object, I'm not opposed to, um, you know, a foreign object to the head area bringing color out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I would definitely agree WWE could should go to that well more than they do because I don't think they ever do it intentionally anymore. I feel like that's not even hardware where we're at with that. Like we we see it so rarely in WWE. Like is it really that often in AEW or is it just kind of like a normal amount and we're just not used to seeing that on TV as well much? it's well it's in every Cody Rhodes match. <laughs> well I mean Cody's always I think, kind of I think really I think what you have to do is you have to kind of reverse think this and ask yourself, why was there a bunkhouse match, like a gimmick big match on a TV show? If this is on a pay-per-view, nobody bats an eye at it. That's true. Um, well, I mean, I guess when you... when you, that's, I feel like that's a match you should pay for, right? Sure. You feud, you feud, you feud, you get the big payoff match and you have to buy that at a pay-per-view. That's how I feel like booking should work. Yeah, it did. I didn't. I didn't really understand why it was on on TV. Like, I don't. I don't have a problem necessarily with with, with bigger matches being on TV either. Um, like, I think WWE should should do 
more title matches. And when I say title, I mean universal title and WWE title matches on Raw or SmackDown. You shouldn't do them all the time, but every so often it should happen. And I think titles should change hands on TV as well. But again, with WWE, you have, uh, you know, WWE has a pay-per-view every month. When AEW only has four pay-per-views a year, sometimes I think it, it is appropriate to have these gimmick matches, these bigger matches uh, on on regular TV. However, three days after a pay-per-view, probably ain't it. <laughs> um, you know, save that for a special Thanksgiving Eve episode or save that for you know, a, a big Wednesday in, in the month of December, uh, sort of a thing. Um, but Mark, you're, you're a bit older than us. So you probably, do you remember more of the, some more of the bunkhouse matches from before? Cause this isn't a match oh, yeah. that I've generally seen before. They, they, uh, WCW, I was, uh, pretty much, I think the only organization I can think of that did, bunkhouse matches maybe the nwa too but they're typically almost always on a pay-per-view um as a you know to kind of end the feud type thing come as you are wear whatever you want kind of thing and uh there was the uh, bull ropes like we saw in the cowbells and you know that kind of stuff so it was pretty much like a dusty roads type match for sure um but i really enjoyed that last night I yeah and I um I I liked Dustin and even QT Marshall using uh the the Dusty Rhodes style uh attire like the 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 old school uh like you know like the the muscle shirt the jeans the boots um so I uh, I I did enjoy uh that aspect of it uh, I think we're having a little, a little issues with Mark uh, on a delay, but um, you know, I, I it's, I, I'm fine with with that style match being on, uh, being on a, a weekly TV show, but but maybe time it out, not not immediately following a pay per view, because I feel like that's something that maybe should have just been on full gear. Um, where did they meet their gimmick match quota on on full gear, uh, as it was. Um, but otherwise, no. I, I I did enjoy um, Dynamite as a whole. I didn't I didn't I didn't get I didn't order and didn't watch uh, Full Gear. So that's not that's why we're not doing any sort of a uh, Full Gear review tonight. Uh, I am really happy though that they they put the title the TNT title on on uh, Darby Allen. I think it, it's it's it feels weird to say it's overdue for him to have a title because you know. AEW is only a little over a year old, but uh, I, I I love the fact that he is now uh, the TNT champion. Oh no, I feel like Ryan Ryan might be on a delay now as well. This isn't good. Uh, you still with us, Ryan? I can hear you now. Can you guys hear me? I I was having a lot of audio and video difficulties, but I think I, everything's good now. I think. I think we're good. Ryan, Ryan's talking, but I can't hear. <laughs> oh no, this is brutal. We're falling apart without Tim. We are falling apart without Tim. This is all Tim's fault. So for for as as bad as this show is going to be, Ryan, oh, Ryan, you were muted. 
says your mic isn't connected. What, what the hell are you doing with yourself, Ryan? What is going on? Ryan, what did you do? I think he's still muted. Well, I know. I'm, I'm clicking unmute him. It says you can't unmute your guest. Their mic isn't connected. Did you disconnect your mic, Ryan? Oh, Ryan, God. you want me to speak for you? I see you, Ryan. Yes, but I can't. I can't hear you. Your mic. Can you hear I me? I don't think he can hear you either. Yeah, he might not be able to. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> now he's gone. We lost him. Um, I think Ryan. Ryan was saying he was hungry. He wanted some animal crackers. He was. Yeah, he was. If you if you want to check out the Patreon, when you could actually hear all of us, um, he uh, he was eating the iced animal crackers with the. Uh, yeah, with the with the icing on them, which are delicious, by the way. Um, Did you have Dairy Queen had the blizzards with the iced animal cracker? No, it's like the flavor. So like broken up pieces of the oh. iced animal crackers in their blizzards, and it was the best thing. I would ever. bet. Was this recently they had this? Yeah, maybe like over the summer. Oh. Man, I missed out on that one. That would have been great. I mean, it probably did well enough that it will return. I would next hope summer, but I mean, that, it was like a life changing. Yeah, blizzard. that it, it's sometimes when you get the blizzards with like the stuff in it, it's kind of overkill. But this was just like the perfect amount of like ice cream to cookie ratio. It was just yeah. Flawless. I feel I feel like uh, I feel like Dairy Queen does. A uh, does a really good job with the uh, with the Blizzard mixes. Like they, I feel like they are usually pretty solid uh, on that. So Ryan dropped out. Hopefully we'll uh, hopefully we can try getting him back. Um, but uh, all right, let's let's unless any if either of you have any other thoughts from the Wednesday night wars last night. Um, oh, I think we're going to try to get Ryan back here. Let's try him. Hi, Ryan. There it's he not going to fucking work. It's working. I hear there you. He Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Blame, blame Tim. Blame Tim. I, this is all Tim's fault. Because he's supposed to, he's supposed to be our, our, Tim had a, all bullshit. He's our overlay guy. Maybe, maybe like mutant me, unmute me. It's I did shit. Ryan, I never muted you. Somehow your mic got disconnected guy. Like it wouldn't let me unmute you. Like right now I'm going to mute you. Did my fucking mic off my phone? See there. I muted you. Now I just unmuted you. See, so now I can hear you again. See that I did that and it worked. This Whatever happened before, that was on you. That was you. That wasn't I, mean, I feel like we can still use Zoom without Tim, right? Yeah, but I mean, I shit. we have the we have the overlay. I can't do the overlay on on Zoom. I'm trying to make like it. We can. I feel like. No, I can't because it's a it's a program Tim has. I'll have to maybe I'll have to get Tim to show me how to do it. So if he's ever not here, we can do it from from my computer. How about that? Ryan, are you chewing on bottle caps? I yeah, what are you? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'd be in a much better mood if we had fucking bottle caps. 
I did have some Mr. Good bars in the past week, so I'm, I, I'm happy about that. Why are you saying ew like it's a bad candy bar? Like, I don't think it's a bad bar. Like, I feel like you're... you're it's sweet. not a crunch, Matt. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was my fifth round pick, not my first. Yeah, but, That was my throwaway pick. Right, That's a but, fair point. But are you saying Mr. Good Bar is not, is not good? Like, I, I feel like... Take away that it was my first pick. <laughs> If you're laying a bowl of candy in front of me, Mr. Goodbar is probably not in like the first five or six pieces of candy that I'm reaching for. Oh, man, it's one of the first that I'm reaching for. I love that. It's chocolate and peanuts. It's delicious. If I had a boring <clears throat> if I had a bag of those Hershey miniatures, I'd eat the Mr. Goodbars first. Well, of and course. The special dark would be the last. Well, no, the special dark is probably second behind the Mr. Goodbar. But like if you're well, see, eating I- the the Hershey bars, like there's nothing in there that's like exciting in any way. Like I'm at my grandma's house. Why does it have to be out. exciting? Like I mean, it, like I don't know. Ask the guy that took the whatchamacallit first overall. <laughs> he clearly likes a I, lot uh, of variety in his candy. Like I mean, now see when I, I do it, I eat candy. I eat most of the crackles first because they're garbage, and I work my way to the Mister Good bar. So okay, you, that's true. You start bad and good. Like if you eat all the Mr. Good bars, then then you know then you're then you're already you might as well throw the bag out. <laughs> um, but uh, so let me. Do you like crackle bars? Really good. What's that? Do you do you like crackle bars? I mean, they're okay. I would never. I would never seek out the the chocolate with the like the crispy rice. I would never. Uh, like that is something I will absolutely never seek out now it is in the no, that's gross the mixed bag of miniatures so i will eat them i'm fat clearly i will eat them if they're there that's fair. but i will never seek them out Did all right make a full-size crackle bar i could don't remember seeing one in i don't know how long i hope not i hope not i don't think anybody's eaten that i hope not that's gross all right. i don't even know that they still make full-size wonka bars they might not they might not make the full-size wonka board did they ever i like is that something that's ever actually we know that's in existence yeah they uh i remember one year i got the kids wonka bars for christmas in uh, their stockings they uh i think it's when that uh johnny depp was in that movie uh did you buy it at fye like it was just a gimmick bar it was like the the um, wwe chocolate actually, bars yeah yeah i think they did fye actually all right that makes <laughs> more sense uh, there's a new i believe that coming to town here right down down the street from me i hope they have them when they open they're going to open in a few weeks i did if see they I... have them on each of you guys one for christmas <laughs> they won't <laughs> they, they won't <laughs> I, I think they will all right let's I'm find a walk bar for you <laughs> it's uh Let's go to the the three count question of the week. And obviously, uh, over the weekend, uh, the uh, unfortunate passing of Jeopardy host hold Alex. On, hold on, whoa. Stop okay. right there. Yes, yes. Yes. We're not going to talk about rating? I honestly didn't see the rating numbers. If you, oh, on if, a fucking delay like crazy, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> It's all right. We'll just we'll just roll with it. What were the? Did you have you have the ratings numbers? I assume. Uh yeah. Uh, seven six four. 
764,000 for AEW, 632,632,000 for NXT. So both numbers down pretty big. Oh, wow. So a big swing and a miss for uh, Tony K, huh? Big swing and a miss. Like I, I still won. And I'll tell you this much. Next week, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be tuning into NXT first. I get will. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought I I thought for sure that that the the old trick would work, and and I, I don't know if there was. Well, I mean, the Chicago shows were back last well, night. Pull on, me once on NBC, so that may I don't know if that that drew some some live uh, viewers away. Uh, there's no sports right now on on Wednesday night, um, so yeah, it, it, like I thought for sure because like I was gonna watch the Chicago shows as they aired, um, and and, uh, and and I saw the tweet from Tony and I thought, all right, all right, bro, you got you hooked me in, man. Um, but uh, yeah, Jimmy that was uh, Jimmy failed you. That that one swing and a miss on me. Yeah, they still won, so they you know they 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 got more. But um, I feel like when you put out something like that, I, I would have thought the number would have been a little bit higher. Um, but uh, this past weekend, the unfortunate passing of Jeopardy host uh, Alex Trebek at eighty years old uh, last year had announced um, that he had stage four colon uh, cancer or pancreatic cancer. Sorry, uh, pancreatic cancer. Um, so obviously he had a uh, guest spot at uh, WrestleMania Seven. Here is a clip uh, when he was uh, interviewing Jake the Snake Roberts. Thank you, Regis. Uh, I'm here now in the dressing room with Jake Roberts and D Damian. Damian, thank you. Why are you so nervous, my man? Well, I tell you the truth, snakes do make me nervous. As a matter of fact, Jake, even when we have them as a category on the show, I get a little scared. I'm not too comfortable with them. There's nothing to be afraid of. Damien's a big fan. Hey, he really? watches your show all the time. In fact, reptiles of the world is his favorite category. Why is he Why? bending his head? I like think that? he wants to ask you if he can be a contestant. Go ahead, Damien. Ask him. I'm out of here. Well, Damien. I guess you'll just have to settle for the home version of Jeopardy, won't you? Yeah, Alex, a uh, a guest at WrestleMania. Uh, oh, playing back again. Um, back at WrestleMania Seven, um, and uh, so kind of, you know, I, I I thought about is there a way that we can uh, incorporate uh, Alex Trebek and and celebrity and anything into uh, our discussion, and so I kind of thought. Favorite celebrity guests. We've had celebrity guests uh, at WrestleMania. We've had them uh, over the years, obviously, on Monday Night Raw and, and, and throughout the history of WWE. So um, I thought, who is our favorite uh, celebrity guests that WWE uh, has, has had? Uh, so, Mark, is there any is there any that come to mind that are... Among your favorites that WWE's ever had celebrities. Let's see here. I um, I'd say I like Regis Philbin because he was a fan. You can tell when you get these uh, celebrity guests in there, you can really tell if they're a wrestling fan. And uh, Regis Philbin definitely was. And I tell you, Bob Euchre, when at WrestleMania three, I think he was at four as well. 
Yeah, I really enjoyed that, especially when he was interviewing Andre the Giant. And Andre grabbed him around the neck and shook him. That was, uh, that was some good stuff. But um, they, I'd probably read his children would be my favorite. Uh, Matt, how about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's hard to pick against Regis, um, just cause it was a lot of fun. Um, Betty White was a lot of fun as well. Um, I don't like Machine Gun Kelly, but hats off to him taking the uh, pop-up powerbomb through the table from Owens. I mean, that's not a lot of celebrities will do that. Um, to steal Ryan's answer, uh, Grumpy Cat was a lot of fun too. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I think overall um the one that's gonna be my favorite is, is just Betty White, just because everything she does I think is just gold. Uh how about you, Ryan? Now you can still say grumpy cat if you'd like. Uh for to to uh, you know call him. I do I do I telegraph that shit? What so much do I do I really? Sure. <laughs> is it? Am I? Am I that predictable? I actually, uh, I wrote Angry Cat. I forgot his name was Grumpy Cat, but I did write Angry Cat uh, quickly on my list of um, of celebrities that that made such a huge impact that it deserved a question of the week. Um, I also included Kevin Federline, who had a great stint with the WWE and definitely belongs on this list. Um, and who can forget Snooki and her WrestleMania match? For Christ's sakes, uh, Snooki definitely belongs on this list. Um, but in in reality, my my answer is Pete Rose. Uh, it was a great a great laugh. I think Pete Rose did wonderful things in his celebrity spots. So Pete Rose is is my answer. Pete Rose was the first one uh, that came to to my mind uh, just because he had the like the recurring spots with Kane. Not necessarily my my favorite. Um, a couple other ones I wrote down. I, I saw some of the responses um, from uh, from people on social media. B- uh, Bob Euchre, uh from some of the earlier WrestleManias. Um, you know, I thought I loved Bob Barker when he was like a guest host of uh, of, of Monday Night Raw. Um, another one, Mike Tyson. Like I know it was a little bit different. He was like the enforcer role um, in in that uh, WrestleMania uh, main event with Austin and Michaels. But but that was a I thought that was a great. Uh, celebrity interaction. Um, the uh, our friend of the show. The nice, very nice, Ooh, Matt. That's sharp. Very nice. I like that a lot. Um, the uh, the boar. The boar is war. Says toss up between Regis and Bob Euchre. Uh, I think uh, friend of the show Ernest Christian had Bob Euchre as well. Um, just a few of the other responses. Uh, I saw Cindy Lauper. Uh, Devin had shared a gif of Donald Trump getting stunned by Steve Austin. So, uh, that's a pretty good, mem- <laughs> that's a pretty good, uh, memory. Uh, Todd listed a few, uh, Vanna White, Reba McIntyre, Willie Nelson. I think some of these were, uh, anthem singers, Mr. T Gronk. You don't put Gronk in there. Uh, Alice Cooper, Snoop Dogg. He also included, uh, Ray Combs. I think Ray Combs is like a guest ring announcer at the uh, survivor series in 93, uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it, there's, there's been tons of celebrities. Um, but mine, I, I would probably give the edge to, uh, to, to Tyson just cause of the impact that had there with the, uh, with the Austin and Michaels, 
uh, match. But, um, you know, it, it's it, it sucks. Uh, I know. I, I think I, I think I had seen Tim tweet something about uh, wanting to talk about uh, Alex Trebek. Um, so it's a, it's a shame he's not uh, with us on the show tonight. Uh, to talk about it, uh, but obviously a, a, a huge loss in the uh, TV and entertainment world. Uh, any other thoughts, guys, on on some of these celebrity guests before we take a break? Did, uh, did anybody mention uh, James Hunter Douglas as their favorite celebrity? No, no, I don't. Uh, I don't believe anybody did. <laughs> That's a shame. That is a shame. All right, we are going to, uh, to see it. We, we are going to pause here. Uh, for a quick commercial break, stick with us on the other side. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of Undertaker, and then we'll get to our news and rumors. Three Count Thursday Live. After these messages, we'll be right back. Three Count Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app. That's arenaeats.app for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Welcome back, Three Count Thursday, live here, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And uh, I think we may have lost Ryan again. <laughs> Not a hundred percent sure, but uh, I, I think I think he gone. Maybe he'll be back. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but uh, if not, we will uh, we will press on uh, without him for the uh, remainder of the night here. Um. This month, obviously with Survivor Series, it is the 30th anniversary of The Undertaker's debut, and they uh, they are booking it as The Undertaker's Final Farewell. This was uh, posted to WWE.com uh, over, the, uh, over the weekend. Undertaker's Final Farewell uh, will recognize the Phenom's, le- Phenom's legendary 30-year career at Survivor Series Sunday. November 22nd at 7 p.m. on the award-winning WWE Network. One of the most iconic superstars in WWE sports entertainment. 
Uh, the Undertaker made his debut at the Survivor Series in November of 1990. Oh, there's Ryan. There we go. Uh, from his debut uh, with Brother Love to his critically acclaimed match against AJ Styles at this year's WrestleMania, Undertaker has been involved in some of the most memorable moments in WWE history. As part of his farewell and 30th anniversary, WWE is celebrating 30 years of the Dead Man throughout November. Uh, highlighted this coming Sunday, the Brothers of Destruction, which premiered in October at the Austin Film Festival, will stream on the WWE Network. Uh, there'll be an Undertaker, uh, Steve Austin, Broken Skull Sessions, the second part, immediately following uh, Survivor Series. Um, uh, WWE reportedly has plans for legends to attend a Survivor Series uh, for the Undertaker's fel- farewell. Uh, some of them are Savio Vega, Kane, and The Godfather are scheduled uh, to appear. Um, so I don't think it's there's a, a huge surprise that that The Undertaker is is uh, kind of finishing up here. I think we, you know, if, if you've if you've watched the last ride by now, uh, you know he's he's basically uh, pretty much announced his retirement there. Um, but I think a question coming out of of that documentary was. Will, will there would there be any sort of a uh an actual retirement were we going to see uh this character in any fashion uh anymore uh thought maybe uh a, a hall of fame induction down the road but the fact that they're recognizing this as a uh, as a final farewell um do any of you think that this is not actually the end for the undertaker is that so Ryan does. Ryan, you think this is not actually the end? Jim, this is the um you'll you'll never see it coming. <laughs> Perfect. Uh matter mark, do either of you agree with Ryan on this one? I don't think he's done. I think he has one more live crowd show in him. Now, do you think that uh, with Survivor Series, they 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 plant the seed for what will eventually be his, his final match? Like he's coming out to do his farewell, and there will be a confrontation of sorts that will lead to that last match. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I could. Uh, how about you, Mark? Do you think this is it, or, or are you with uh, are you with Ryan and Matt? And if I'm being honest, probably myself as well. <laughs> Still with us, Mark? Can you hear me? Oh, no. Did oh, you unmute everyone? No, I forgot to unmute Mark. Hey, Mark, are, are you still with us? Oh, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? I, I, can, hear I you. can hear you now. That was my fault. I forgot to unmute you. I, I unmuted okay. uh, everybody else. Um, so are you think, do you think this uh, is the end for The Undertaker? Um, no, The Undertaker will be back. He'll do uh, go have another match, you know. And honestly, even if uh, they start planting the seeds at Survivor Series, and they even wait a year until there's some crowds and live events and whatnot, again, I'd be perfectly fine with that. But I think they'll plant some seeds and begin to to build something for uh, maybe one more match, the Undertaker, in front of some live people. When I say live, I mean like in the arena, not for people who are deceased. Not uh, not people that are actually alive. Devin says, hell no. So, Devin, you don't think, 
I guess Devin doesn't think this is the end either. Yeah. It it's now, Devin, let me let me reiterate, I don't want to see this. I don't need to see this, but I feel like this is absolutely what's gonna happen. Yeah, I there there's there's part of me and again I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna you know, kind of look at look through the same glass that I that I crapped on Tony Khan earlier. You know, don't don't keep telling me this is the end. So we did uh, the WrestleMania 34. Uh, you know, the the gloves and the hat and the and the jacket and the ring. Uh, then he comes back, and I understand with the surgery, he didn't sure if you were going to be able to come back or not. You get this final run. You do the uh, the boneyard match. You give us the documentary. Tell us at the end of that that uh, that this is it, and uh, so now you're going to give us a Survivor Series, give us the actual retirement, and I'm 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 fine with that. I'm I'm cool with, um, I'm cool with 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 doing a retirement, but it's gonna. I don't I don't like and I don't like it in sports either. I don't like the guy that I'm retired and then he comes back mid season the next year and then okay I'm really done. Resigns uh, with somebody the next season like. If you want to retire, retire. That's fine. Uh, if you don't, don't. You know, just just keep going. Like I, I've said for a long time on this show, that the Undertaker is one of those guys that, um, you know, as 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 bad as the matches may be, he's kind of earned the right to, um, go out whenever he wants to go out. Like, do we necessarily want or need to see it? Probably not. See the match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 34. Uh, see the uh, the Brothers of Destruction versus DX in Saudi Arabia, um, but don't don't keep telling me you're doing this if you're not actually doing this. Like when when you actually say you're 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 done, you're retired. There's nothing else to do. Um, then I then actually have it uh, have it be that way. That said, if and most of us believe that that there will actually be another match who do you think that that match will be against and I'll start again with you Ryan Savio Vega <laughs> Savio Vega uh Matt how, <laughs> how about you um trying to think of who makes the most sense at this point I don't even really know um I mean, it's someone who would have to put over, so maybe like a rising star, like you know Randy Orton or um, <laughs> Shane McMahon again. Um, you know, one of those young guys in the company. There it was. D- D- All right, Ryan wants it. Ryan wants it. Did I? Did the I hear it? Did I? What? But in all honesty, I think it would have to so be someone, good. <laughs> someone like an Alistair Black, um, you know, someone that like could really be huge in the company if they had that Undertaker rub. Um, I think he makes the most sense, especially now, like 
the demon Finn Balor a few years ago would have been cool, but like at this point, can we say that still? Probably not. Yeah, yeah, I don't think uh I don't think that the, the, the demon would have that impact now. Um I, I don't I don't think the fiend should get involved. Devin says the fiend, but I don't think yeah, I think you already yeah. you already ruined that shine uh at, at Mania thirty one. Maybe this would be so th- this would be the redemption shot, Ryan? This absolute why wouldn't it be? Well, and that... everybody that the fiend touches reverts back, right? Like new again. Undertaker comes new career wrestling. It is a perfect picture for his against the Undertaker on this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Um. As as long as as long as you actually have the fiend win which i'm would still be afraid that somehow they will screw that up um mark do you have a thought of who it of who it could be or should be well i my first thought was savio vega but ryan took that so um (laughs) actually the fiend came to mind but i don't think he really he really needs that so uh it'd be really neat to see uh, adam cole start a feud with the taker i don't i don't think it's going to happen but a boy can dream um pat mcafee please <laughs> there you go um <laughs> well his first mania match was against um snooka can he can he okay oh i guess that match wouldn't work out so well um maybe you just go against tamina have, have the career go full circle a little bit on that one um I mean, I would have no issue with it being the fiend if they actually do it uh, properly. And Ryan, I'm sorry we're we're keeping you from the season premiere of Total Bellas. Um, I, I'm I, I sure hope you're DVRing it, um, and, and we'll, we can get to that. Uh, you can get to that after we're done here. Uh, but I, I like I like the I like the Alistair Black um, Matt, or or if it's. I, I don't know how it would make sense somebody like, um, you know, like like a Kevin Owens. Like, there's there's plenty of people that I think could use that use that taker rub a bit. Um, but, but whether or not uh, they they make a ton of sense uh, remains uh, remains to be seen. Um, also, uh, with the with the thirty days of the Undertaker, thirty days of the Dead Man. They 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 came out with the uh, the mortician documentary. Did did ever did anybody else watch that yet? Yep, yep. Um, we the uh, I think a part Ryan you had you had talked about, and so we can talk about it now. Is the um how I think the Undertaker at first was was very much against the 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 feud with Punk incorporating paul bear uh at the time but then they all kind of stepped back and was like no this is exactly what uh what he would have wanted and and it was a great uh it was a great look into uh the undertaker and and paul bear and that relationship and and all of that um if you haven't watched the documentary please do i mean it is it is a it is a, a great it's i think it's about an hour long so it's it's not a hard watch uh, at all, but um, 
it uh you know it, it really really was a, a a a great video wwe's uh does a great job with that kind of stuff um i love it it's a, it's a character that i've always been uh fascinated with and he just seems like he seemed like such a cool dude Yeah, I don't think we get the impact of The Undertaker without the Paul Bearer. I love, um, and I don't know if I've ever heard the story of the of the name where where Paul Bearer came from, but that was that was talked about on on the documentary. Um, and like I said, at the time uh, was it WrestleMania twenty nine, I believe with CM Punk. Um, I, I was in the camp that this this is tasteless. I didn't like this. Uh, very much so it was nice to hear those involved saying um you know hey william moody would or uh would have is it william is that his name yeah yeah bill william well william. yeah bill moody bill, bill moody uh <laughs> that uh that this is really what he would have wanted and it's you know he'd be looking down like wow they've incorporated me even after i'm gone and my character in, in a storyline revolving at wrestlemania with the undertaker um with the streak so uh yeah i uh I, i'm so glad they touched on that i really am well because i think another part of that is that from from what taker said on the documentary is it wasn't it wasn't uh incorporating bill moody it was incorporating the character paul bear you know, right. and the, you know, because the 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 beginning of that feud came, um, you know, on the like the tribute night when when you know I think Punk came out and, uh, you know, mess with the urn and stuff like that, and it and it went from there. So, and it wasn't it wasn't so much that they were going after William Moody; they were going after Paul Bear, the character. Um, but yeah, like I said, definitely check that out. I'm looking forward to this brothers of destruction. Um, this brothers of destruction documentary, it's coming out, uh, on Sunday, the, um, the broken skull sessions with the undertaker coming up after survivor series as well. And I'm curious to see how, how exactly, and, and what exactly they do for this final farewell uh segment be you know on on survivor series is it going to be in the middle is it going to be at the start is it going to close the show i think if it closes the show it's definitely going to lead to something like i don't think you just go off the air um you know with with, with that just as the and maybe you do because you're honoring one of the the biggest characters um arguably the the biggest and best character uh, the WWE has ever had. So maybe it does close the show and it is just the retirement, but we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about, and we'll predict uh survivor series next week. It is a week, uh, from Sunday. And, uh, I think I'm going to try We're going to try to get Brittany back on, uh, as well next week, uh, because we are predicting a, uh, a pay-per-view. So let's finally guys, let's, uh, let's go here to the news and rumor going to be a little bit of a shorter show. It's been a uh, long week, rough week, uh, on, uh, on my end. Uh, so, uh, we're going to, we're going to be a little bit shorter than normal, uh, this week. Um, but, the, uh, yesterday was it yesterday. What day is, it? uh, it was the 10th. So that was two days ago. 
Uh, AEW uh, released a press release. Uh, after revolutionizing the wrestling industry, AEW today shared its plans to reimagine the gaming world with the launch of AEW Games. The new event, the new venture, will initially deliver three new gaming options to fans, including two mobile games and the highly anticipated console game being developed with renowned video game developer Ukes. The birth of AEW Games was ushered in with a star-studded keynote event hosted on YouTube, featuring Kenny Omega, who has been at the forefront of AEW's console game along with Cody Rhodes, Dr. Britt Baker, and Ref Aubrey Edwards. The event also featured introduction of wrestling game, gaming mastermind and newest AEW Games member uh, Gata Iwa- Iwashita, best known for his work on the critically acclaimed No Mercy uh, for the fifth generation consoles. Uh, two mobile games will be available even sooner for fans. AEW Casino Double or Nothing is anticipated to launch this winter. And AEW Elite GM is anticipated to launch later in 2021. Developed by Comma Games, one of the fastest-growing independent operators in the world, Double or Nothing will feature AEW-branded versions of slots, blackjack, poker, and roulette, along with AEW music, sounds, videos, wrestling, uh, virtual avatars, gift packs, and more. Uh, and I didn't see any um, information about uh, Elite GM on that one. But two mobile games, but I think that the biggest one, and there was a trailer... Uh, I can't remember if I, I shared it to our social media or not, uh, but the, the, the graphics seem very uh, updated and but reminiscent of uh, WrestleMania 2000. No Mercy, uh, NWO, uh, WCW versus NWO Revenge. It's definitely in that style. Like I definitely got that feel to it. Um, definitely got my attention big time because when, when you talk about wrestling games... Uh, the history of pro wrestling video games, th- there's there's very few that I would say the majority of people look at those those games as uh, as the best or, or damn close to the best. Uh, would you guys agree? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the simpler graphics back then, I think, is what made it more fun. Um, not that the games these days can't be fun. The upcoming WWE one excluded. Uh, in that commentary. Um, but I think like going back to the more like gritty basic feel of the wrestling game will do a lot to like excite wrestling and gaming fans. Yeah, I, I still think No Mercy was the greatest wrestling game uh, released. So uh, very excited to see if this is going to be along that line. I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to play it. In fact, I might hook up my N64 this weekend just to play so no mercy. <laughs> Was just thinking that. Yep. Did you see the trailer? Yes. Did you see the trailer of the the AEW game, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. It looks like they uh they took the uh uh WCW NWO Revenge Chris Jericho and just blurred out the uh like the muscle lines <laughs> for this one. It, it looks fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, they just uh, you know that if you could actually blow air into a video game character, they went and it and it just it, it, it puffed them up a little bit. Um, but right. uh, yeah, yeah it made them Ryan's side. But like I'm I'm and and as as surprising as this, I'm more excited about uh, this AEW game than I've been excited about any WWE game uh, in a very long time because it, it does it, it takes you takes it back to um you know the the best games in in wrestling video game history um 
you know, for me. So that that's pretty exciting. Mark, any any thoughts on it? Is uh, is Starman going to be in there from the old pro wrestling game from NES? Uh you know, I didn't I didn't or see the him on the on the trailer, but I I can't uh, I can't confirm or deny uh, at this point. But <laughs> the uh, yeah, I saw the. Uh, the preview for the game. It looks really neat. I'm not a a video game kind of person, so I probably won't ever play it. But it did look really good. It, it had some uh, nostalgic feel to it, if you will. A little nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I like it. So uh, we'll look forward to that. They didn't give a release date or anything like that uh, on this game, so we'll kind of keep our eyes peeled for that one. Uh, WrestleMania, uh, I believe... Today, 138 days, if uh, memory serves in the post earlier today. But uh, according to reports uh, from the WrestleVotes on Twitter, WWE has had talks about changing the date of WrestleMania 37. Of course, the goal is to have uh, fans at WrestleMania. The idea is moving the event might help them, uh, of course, with the news this week of a potential vaccine. Uh, the current announced date is March the 28th, but they have discussed April 11th and April 18th as potential new dates. Uh, so it's something to keep an, uh, an eye on. Uh, it's has been rumored for weeks. WWE is expected to announce officially that Raymond James Stadium in Tampa will be the host of WrestleMania 37, but it is still uh, at this time SoFi Stadium uh, in Los Angeles is the announced location. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not necessarily opposed to moving the date. However, I feel like you can only do this once, (laughs) um, you know, because obviously this situation we're currently in, we've been in it for a while. We're still going to be in it for a while. Uh, It's a little different than last year when you didn't move the dates, you just made it two nights. So I feel like if, you, if you're going to do the date change, I feel like you can only kind of do that one time um, before it just kind of gets uh, a, a bit ridiculous. Um, any thoughts on, on a potential date move for WrestleMania? Why would they need to move the date? I don't understand that. How is that going to help pushing it back through three weeks? I guess the thought is if if the first set of the vaccine is supposed to start Theoretically, with, with I mean, obviously, your uh, healthcare workers, essential personnel, and and most at risk individuals, possibly even as early as December, um, and then in in the early stages of the new year, maybe the first quarter, you're going to start to see it roll out to more of the general population. That the I guess the thought is that a majority of people could either uh, could could be vaccinated by that point. And you could actually have fans in the building. So if you move the date back a little bit, you have a better chance of having fans. I think the WWE doesn't want to have a second straight no fans WrestleMania. I guess that I guess that is the the thought and reasoning behind it. However, I don't think moving personally, this is just me talking. I don't think moving that date two or three weeks is going to make a lick of difference. Like I think what you're you're gonna have to look at is maybe doing, um, you know, like you you're gonna just have to either make WrestleMania SummerSlam, you know, like 
just go, you know what? Th- this whole situation is going to suck in the spring still. Uh, but summer seems like a more realistic target. So just make re- like for one, one year only, uh, WrestleMania and SummerSlam is just kind of this, this joint party of the summer. You do that and you, you revive, uh, I don't know, hog wild or something for, for March or April. Um, cause I, I, I don't think a couple of weeks is going to make a whole lot of difference at this point. You can have a spring stampede. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think a week or two is going to make a whole lot of difference when you're talking about the, the vaccine situation. Like hopefully dear God, hopefully by next summer, We'll be in a, a much better situation uh, than we are right now. Uh, it, it, it's just, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think moving it from March to the second week of April is going to make that difference. No, not at all. None. I think it would be a smart nope. move to move it nope. to Florida because they seem seem like uh, they'd be more willing to have a larger group of people together than California at this point. But. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. That is the absolute truth. Um, and then, of course, uh, finally, Ryan. Uh, I know we're we're, we're going to get you over to Total Bellas here in a second. Uh, but the Bella Twins were recently interviewed by Mario Lopez uh, of Access Hollywood and teased a WWE comeback. Your girl Brie um, said the following about the women's tag team titles: "This is what's hard for Nikki and I when we left. All of a sudden, WWE women's tag team titles came, and we're like." Uh, that's for the Bella Twins. We've been dying to have tag tag titles, so she and I feel like we have one more run uh, in this. Uh, so we really want to go for those titles. Ryan, Matt, Mark, are you guys uh, interested in any way, shape, or form for a Bella's tag women's tag team title run? No, I'd I'd like to clear the air right now and state I've never watched. More than a fucking minute of that dreadful Totabella okay. show. Right, you don't have to lie. Yeah, don't have don't lie to the audience, right? In, I there is nothing. I mean, I have professed my love for the chalky ass candy known as sour or, uh, as bottle caps. I have no need to lie about not watching a piece of shit show like Total Bellas or Total Divas for that matter. I have zero interest in that. I absolutely. Will pop like a motherfucker when the Bella Twins return to WWE programming. Though, put them on Raw. My ass is excited. Ryan will jump out of his chair like like a schoolgirl, just just freaking out. He's gonna go. He's gonna go crazy. Man, mm. uh, Mark. I hope it happens at a pay per view, and we can all be together, and you can all laugh at my excitement. But I will pop like hell. Hey, I'll I'll pop like hell, but for the better Bella Nikki. Uh Mark, your uh your thoughts on a fossil Bella return. I I'd be okay without her, but you know what's gonna happen. Give them a few years yet maybe and they're gonna come back and win the tag team titles. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Just a question of when. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely uh when, not if. Uh all right, guys, let's uh let's close this. Do you remember Tim? And Marcus's re- reaction to Edge coming back, <laughs> it would be something like that. Something Ju- like that. I ju- jumping up, up out of even. the couch, jumping up off the couch, uh, stunned silence and tears. I think is is what uh, what yes. we saw from those two 
So, um, but but yeah, only I, for Bree though. That's all right. I'll I'll, I'll for Bree Moon. That's all right. I'll I'll pop like that for Nikki. That's my girl. Um, all right, guys. Like I said, it's been a uh, it's been a long week, and uh, so we're gonna close this thing up early tonight. Matt, we'll start with you. Do you got anything to plug this week? Uh, nope, not this week. Just follow our social media pages. We'll get more active here as the holiday seasons come up. Uh, Ryan, how about you? Uh, I don't have a lot. Congratulations to Leon Ruff, the new North American champion from NXT. I uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, I can't wait to watch next Wednesday and see who he'll be defending the championship against because AEW has lost my live watch. Boom. Intern Mark, how about you? Uh, let's see. We, uh, check out the uh, latest episode of Pro Wrestling Empire over on YouTube. We're up to uh, episode four, I believe it is now. So uh, you can find that PWE Pro Wrestling Empire. Five, episode five. You may see... Oh, is it five? It is five. Yeah, this week was five. five. Oh, my God. Yeah, because you guys were a part. You three were a part of the the first four. This is the first week where Tim Tim makes his first appearance on commentary. Yeah, I watched it. It was great. Another great show from uh, from the Pro Wrestling Empire. Very very good. We're going on to crown the first. Well, not necessarily the first, but a PWE world champion. So that's a the new, the new so Pro Wrestling Empire like champion. Yeah, so make sure you check out Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Empire. Check it out. It's Pro Wrestling Empire on YouTube. I heard a lot of good things about it. Pro- uh, people, uh, Mark, I got to I gotta mute you, Mark. You're, you're freezing up like crazy. Uh, we'll be back uh, with, with our regular Zoom uh, next week. Just make sure you subscribe to us on uh, on all the podcast feeds. Uh, we'll be better next week, I promise. I, I'm just as guilty of it. Uh, this week has been uh, been, a, been a tough week for me, uh, but we hope everybody is doing well. Make sure you subscribe to our, our show across all podcast platforms, and make sure you uh, go to our home network, NGSC Sports. You're going to hear from the sponsor of NGSC Sports here in a minute, uh, Arena Eats. Uh, until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order?